What would we do, baby, without us? Shalala. Hello and welcome to another very special episode of Alex P. Keaton is My Friend. I'm your friend, Phil Vecchio, and on this episode we'll be discussing Season 2, Episode 16 of Family Ties. This episode was titled Ready or Not, and it first aired on the 9th of February, 1984. And with me to discuss this very special episode is my co-host, Keith. Hello, how are you? I am great. How are you doing? Good. You're pretty friendly. I am? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. you. I think you are, too. I think you're a good friend. Oh, me too. <laughs> you think you're a good friend? Yeah, I, I agree with you. <laughs> I echo your sentiment. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> oh, man. This, this is quite an episode. This was, yeah. This one was really weird. Yeah. I mean, I we say that a lot, but yes. yeah. It, I do not remember this stuff being on TV back in the 80s. <laughs> you don't think of it that way. You think of Alex being funny, and it's a lighthearted family comedy, but... yeah. It's always a very special episode. Right. This one was kooky boots. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. What happened? Well, so we start the whole episode with um, Stephen and Elise reading, uh, and they're sitting on the couch, and they're talking about, you know, how close is it to midnight? Oh, we're eight minutes to midnight. And then you find out that they're waiting for Mallory to come home because she's dating a college boy. Yes. And he's a gentleman, but they have some hesitations because he's 18 and Mallory's only 16. Still in high school, and he's oh, in college. Yeah, kind of a creepy... Yeah, yeah it's already thing. a bad start. Yeah. Well, it only goes downhill from there, because yes, Rick, does. we find out, is a total perv. He's <laughs> a goomba. Oh. But, yeah, so, um, you know, they come in, they made it on time, they had five minutes to spare, Stephen and Elise, you know, there's some comedy in the background as they're kind of hiding and running into the <laughs> right. kitchen. and They want to see hide. what's going on, but they don't want to be seen. Exactly. So the whole episode really is centered around Mallory and Rick's relationship and deciding whether or not she's ready to have sex with him because he's ready to take the relationship to the next level, but she's not quite there she's yet. Not. Yeah. So Hence the title, Ready or Not. Right. It turns out not, thankfully. Not. Yes. Yeah. But hilarity ensues. So, um, in fact, the uh, Jennifer is only in the episode for like a couple of minutes, like two scenes. It really, really felt the- like they had to come up with something to get her in there. Yeah. And it's a really weird side story. She has a school project where she has to record family conversations. <laughs> so she keeps shoving a, a little tiny microphone that plugs into her little cassette player yeah. there. What kind of a school project is this? Like, right. I, I don't think that that's a real thing. Well, yeah, what are you trying to figure out? Like, speech patterns? I, I, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, it made no sense. No, but so, it, they, that way they introduced a recording device into the thing. But I feel like Steven was barely in the episode as well. I mean, he kind of popped in a couple of times, like when Mallory had all of her friends there. Right. And, you know, they're making cookies and talking about sex and wearing sweater vests, but, <laughs> you know. And he just wanted to make a sandwich. Right. They eat so many sandwiches. They do. <laughs> And not at, like, mealtime. <laughs> no. They're just always going in to get sandwiches. Right. That's, like, the approved snack, I guess, is yeah. a sandwich. Yeah, make a sandwich. They can have it at night. They can have it in the middle of the night. Yep. Just any time. It's sandwich time. <laughs> it's always sandwich yeah. time. Do you eat a lot of sandwiches? I mean, no. Well, I shouldn't say no. Now I don't because I'm, you know, I'm on a journey. Mm-hmm. A weight loss journey. And sandwiches don't really fit into that so much. Right. But I do like sandwiches a lot. And I probably used to eat more sandwiches. Okay. But I was never the kind of like, I'm just going to walk in the kitchen and make a sandwich. It was like, oh, we're having sandwiches for lunch. Let's yeah. make sandwiches. Yeah. I don't understand come, that. Come make a sandwich. Yeah. That's what we're eating. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, we don't just have random sandwich stuff that like you just go make a sandwich when you feel like it. Yeah. My mother-in-law used to keep a bunch of that stuff before she died. Huh. She always had like lunch meats and little breads and just in case you wanted yeah. a sandwich. She loved mayo too, so she had like seven different kinds. <laughs> I I'm okay with mayo on a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I would go so far as to say I love mayo, but you know, it's I'm got not, its place. I'm not okay with it. No, no? Not at all? No, I'm a hard pass. If it's got mayo, I'm out. Tuna? Um, nah, I don't really like it. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I like to put uh, dip my artichokes in mayo. Really? Yeah. Are they cooked or Yeah, I cook the artichoke, okay. and then you know you eat the little parts off the bottom yeah, of the, the leaf. leaf thing? With mayo. Okay. Everyone else in the family dips it in melted butter. Okay. I have mayo. You've got mayo. I don't know. It's just how my family did it growing up, and so I'm used to it. Yeah. I bet you're probably not doing that right now on your journey. I'm trying not to do that right now. Although I do like artichokes. Okay. But mayo is not, you know. Although it is low carb, it's got other issues, you know. Sure. <laughs> Some of the oils. Yeah. 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 Anyway, back yeah, to... I made uh, some bad decisions with oils. I'll tell you about later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Jennifer and Steven only kind of pop up a couple of times as they're trying to have this, you know, record a conversation. And so, Steven pops up again when Mallory's got her friends there and they're talking about sex and he goes to make that sandwich. <laughs> and then when um, we have another scene where he and Alex are sitting at the table and they're, you know, Steven's like, oh, you know, Jennifer's not having any luck with this thing, which is funny because she came and be in the scene. So Right. Yeah, so they uh, try to record a, a conversation between the two of them, and it ends up terrible. And which was my favorite scene of the whole episode. It was, it was a really great funny scene. So then uh, Mallory walks in, and and by the way, there's another thing. They always drink juice on on family ties. Yeah, tons of juice, lots of gallons juice. of juice. And I don't know if you noticed. But Mallory can really milk a glass of orange juice. She had oh, yeah. one, like, three-quarters cup full small glass, and she sipped it the whole scene, and it oh, felt yeah. like it never went down, and she was still drinking it as she walked out at the end of the scene. Wouldn't it be funny if she really didn't even like orange juice? And it's always <laughs> orange juice. And the little cup even has little oranges on it. Yeah, it's a little like my grandma orange juice glass. Yeah. But she just, she could keep it going. Yeah. Maybe she's not really drinking it, probably. I wonder how many times, though, they had to film that in order to make it work. So maybe that's why she doesn't. Maybe drink that's so much why juice. she's just faking the the drink. Yeah. But from a viewer standpoint, it looks like she just really takes a long time to drink juice. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could down that in two sips tops. You know. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's not even a mouthful. So. No. 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 Not those little glasses. Yeah. So then uh, Alex and Mallory have this conversation, but the tape uh, recorder is actually recording their conversation uh, because Stephen was trying to get something for Jennifer. And then the second she brings up, you know, hey, Alex, have you ever had sex? And, you know, <laughs> he immediately goes over and he grabs the tape player, pulls the tape out, puts it on the counter, and then just hammers it and destroys the tape. That was pretty fun. That was pretty great. It never explains it to Mallory why he's doing that either. No, she <laughs> why were you recording questions. me in the first place? Yeah. yeah. She's just, just like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's I'm an everyday go. thing. <laughs> so, um, Elise pops in and out. She tries to have conversations with Mallory, but, you know, even then, she's just kind of on the sideline there. It's really, yeah. it's Mallory and Rick the whole it's time. Mallory and Rick. So, until the very end when Mallory comes home. She's sad because she and Rick, you know, broke up kind of thing. And so she asked Elise, you know, when is it time to have sex? How do you know? I'm so confused. And Elise gives, you know, just heartwarming responses and tells her that, uh, oh, gosh, what was it? If you're com- if you're confused, then you should wait. Sex is not to be used as a test of love. Yep. Which is solid advice. Yeah. 
And then who comes knocking at the door? Oh, good old Rick. Rick's back. Yep. And he smooth talks his way in after he tells her he had to take a cold shower. <laughs> oh, and he was such a creeper, like, all throughout. Yeah. I mean, not with not even considering the fact that he's a college student who's 18 and she's 16. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, so creepy. Like, yeah. Ugh. Ugh. The things he says just really kind of give you the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. And the audience definitely laughed at him like they were jokey, but if you think about them in the real world, it was, like, really creepy. Yeah. I don't even feel like that would have, like, flown in the 80s. No, like, I don't know. Because, I mean, I don't know when the rules about, like, you know, being 18 and 16 came into effect, but I'm pretty sure goes back at least that far well i don't think alabama has that rule yet so oh well um, maybe ohio you know is behind yeah. the times i guess <laughs> well you could drink at 18 so really i mean you could maybe so yeah you could tie one on and you know that's right because <laughs> then he was when he was talking or when he they got to his room and they're he's trying to you know make the moves and stuff and she, he's and she doesn't want to do it, and he's like, you know, I'm not in high school anymore, so this is gonna work. We need to move forward. I'm like, gross, because she is, dude. Yeah, like, she's oh. not ready yet. Oh. They never really said whether or not he has or has not already. Yeah, he definitely behaved as if that was a thing he was accustomed to. Yeah, and apparently they've been dating for four months. Yeah, because I feel like it was just a few weeks ago. You know, she was all sad about the other guy. Was, called uh, Jeff. What was his name Jeff? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, another college guy. At least with him, they were dating in high school, and then he moved to college. Mm-hmm. Still, you know, weird, how, but... How does she keep meeting all these college kids? I don't know. They must what have a doing? college in town, yeah. maybe? Yeah, because I think they were at his dorm room. Yeah, right? yeah, that was and, it had to be a dorm. Yeah, and she was able to walk home or whatever she did, because Rick yeah, didn't take her Yeah, because he wouldn't home. bring her home. So it must make, they must live close enough to the college to have an opportunity to meet college students. Yeah. That's got to be. She keeps going down this path. Right, with her plaid dress. <laughs> or her trench coat look. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, under she... the trench coat, she looked like she was dressed for like a business meeting, you know? Yeah. Like it was like a, a power suit almost. <laughs> no, it was that uh, plaid dressy thing. Was it? Yeah. Well, one of the ep- outfits she had during the episode, maybe it wasn't that. It looked like she was dressed for a business meeting. Yeah. Well, and she was like wearing a Christmas sweater when all of her friends were over at the house yeah. and they were making cookies. She's, but it's not her, Thanksgiving yet. So. Her fashion style is very, like, it's becoming more pronounced. Yeah. So. And it's eclectic. Yeah. Which which is fun to see. Sha-la-la-la! For a very special episode about a subject like this, I feel like, I mean, you know, the advice they gave was good in the end. Mm-hmm. You know, but they also kind of undermined it by having him come back in and her, you know, welcoming him back. And I realized he's like, oh, I thought about it and sorry, but... You're worth waiting for. I think he's already demonstrated his character at this point, you know. Well, then how's he in the episode? Oh, I think we should shoot for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, wah, wah. <laughs> And then freeze frame. Huh? Yeah. And the audience is laughing hysterically. <laughs> he still wants to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so bad. Oh, Rick. Yeah. Well, it'll make, the worst. If it makes you feel any better, a preview to our uh, guest stars thing... This is the only episode Rick's in. Oh, good. So he doesn't make it. We, he he does not. Mallory, I think, wises up. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank goodness. That's right. Well, One other observation, real quick, about the story. Well, I guess it's not really a story, but at the opening scene when Stephen and Elise are reading those books, uh-huh. I don't know if you noticed what books they were reading. No. 
They weren't. They were just blank Blanking. covers. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't see if there was writing inside, but it was definitely just blank covers with no slip covers over the top of it. How funny. Yeah, like they didn't even pick a title for them to be reading, so... I don't know why. Which is funny because they have a couple of like bookshelves and stuff in. Yeah, that show room, titles on yeah. them. Yeah. So I don't know. Some sort of a printing. They were just, and but they were both reading what looked to be the same book. Oh. It had the same cover and stuff. So. Or not reading it. Or not. Yeah. Especially if there was nothing in it. <laughs> it could just be blank bindings that just to have something to look at. I don't know. Yeah. So. Hmm. Interesting. But we also found out too when Alex had sex. Well, so we know though, because we saw an episode season one. Oh, when uh, he made the big choice. I think that was like episode two or three. Oh wow! Yeah, but he was seventeen. He was seventeen. Eight months and three days. And three days. <laughs> he remembers very specifically. Right. Much older than Mallory, who's sure. sixteen now. Right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and then he, when he does his whole like double standard speech about it's different for a guy and stuff. Oh, I mean, I know that that were. We're talking about that because that's his character, but oh man, did not look good on Alex. No, <laughs> that one hasn't aged well. No, no, no. And Mallory calls him on it, of course. She they does. don't just let it sit there, but yeah, whew. yeah. It was uh, a very special episode. It was a very special episode. <laughs> Sha la la la. Well, on this special episode, we had some guest stars. Oh, nice. Let's let's There's chat. quite a few. Yes. We had four guest stars specifically. Okay. So first up we had let's let's talk about Rick. Ugh. Let's we gotta get him covered here. Okay. He was played by a guy named Thomas Bird. Okay. B Y R D. Now he has not done a whole lot of stuff. Um, he actually Stopped acting. His last credits are in 2000. So he's not doing stuff anymore. I don't know what happened to him. Only it was in 33 things. Mostly guest spots on uh, on TV shows. Um, he This is, his, like I said, his only appearance on Family Ties. But he did make an appearance on Remington Steel. As oh. we mentioned. Okay. Favorite one to call out there. Yeah. And he was also in The Twilight Zone, the movie. Okay. I don't know if you ever saw that, the infamous movie. I don't remember ever seeing it. So basically, it was, a, I think it was three parts or four parts, and they just did a you know fancier filmed remake of episodes from the original series. Okay, and one of them was the one in the plane with the was, thing that was tearing the wing off, right? Right, Will yes. Shatner? Yes. Bill I can't Shatner. remember who, I think it was John Lithgow maybe that was oh. in the remade version, I'm pretty sure. So yeah, so... It was like that um, famous thing that happened is someone actually died during the production of the set Ooh. due to negligence from the director, perhaps, or something. There's some. Was it know. Brandon Lee? No, oh, it was no, not. The crow. It was the crow, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, Twilight Zone. But uh, one other thing to mention is he, before he was in Family Ties, that was in 1984, uh, he was in a movie called Young Doctors in Love. Have oh, you seen Young Doctors in Love? No, I have not. This is a great movie. So, You've seen it? Oh, yes. I own it. I've got it on DVD right over there. Oh, snap. Okay. It sounds like, you know, you think like a St. Elsewhere or one of those yeah. types of things, but it's a spoof of those things, like Naked Gun type thing, but uh-huh. a spoof of like doctor shows and stuff. Okay. It's great. It's got young Michael McKeon, who was really? Lenny in, uh, yep. yeah, and then, you know, Laverne went on to do Laverne and Shirley, yeah. and then did, of course, like all the Christopher Guest movies and stuff, sure. and Spinal Tap. Mm hmm. 
So anyway, and he's the brother, I think, of uh, the lawyer guy from the Breaking Bad. In real life? No, 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 on the show. Oh, on the show, yeah. yeah. I was like, no, not in real life. And he doesn't yes. like electricity or something. On the show? Yeah. I've never watched the show. Yeah. I only watched like one episode and I was lost. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. Well, I think we watched one or two and we're like, eh, I'm all right. Better Call Saul. That's the name of the show. That's the one. Yeah. I haven't watched any of that. Or the other. Or the Breaking Bad. Breaking I haven't Bad. seen that either. I don't have time for that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, it was a great movie though, super goofy. Okay. And uh, and he was in that, so. Oh, that's fun for you. Do you remember him in that show? Well, he was there. He was one of the new interns, so okay. he didn't have like a huge part, but it was a funny, you know, kind of like think Scrubs, but like in oh, in uh, nineteen oh, what was it seven nineteen eighty two, you know, so yeah, much earlier, but it's really fun. That's what we should do after we finish Family Ties. Do Scrubs. That'd be good. Yeah, I do like Scrubs, although. The back and forth with him, and I can't think of what her name is, Sarah Chalk's character. What mm-hmm. was her name? Elliot. Drove me crazy. Like, they, like, went on and off again way too many times. Oh. It got, you know, tiring after a while. I'm but sorry. I love the show. I'm sorry you that. hate love. I, I know, because <laughs> they were in love, and everything was perfect, and then they break up, and then they're in love again, and they break up, and it's like, just... Just let them be together. Well, he had to have a reason to drink his apple teeny and oh, ride his scooter. That's true. Yeah, I do. Lo- I, I love that show. Did you ever? Did you watch it to the end? Oh yeah, I all the way to like last the season. last season. Oh yeah, it was bad. So, have you heard my story about getting the last season? No, because I think it was season nine, maybe. Yeah, where almost everyone is gone. JD is only in like two episodes or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's a whole new cast, and it's just bad. Yeah. So the DVD set, you know, we had bought all eight DVD sets, and the ninth one comes out, and we're like, I saw it in the store, and I'm like, ugh, I don't want to watch that. But on the case, the advertisement, you know, like a little sticker on there to sell it, it says, complete your collection. <laughs> Which means they're basically, their marketing was, you've got eight seasons, and you know there's one more that's supposed to be next to it, and it worked, because we bought it. Oh, Did you ever watch it? We did. Yeah. We watched it once, and... I don't know if we'll ever watch it again. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're good. Yeah. You've filled that spot. Yeah. Oh. But anyway. R.I.P. Scrubs. That's right. It was good, though. Yeah. You know, while well it lasted. Oh, jinx. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Up next, we have Margot. So she had three, Mallory had three friends in the in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Margot was one of them, play, played by Lenora May. Um, that's kind of funny. If you think about the double standard, Mallory's in the kitchen. That's true. Making cookies. Making cookies. Hmm. Sorry. Well, they do that a lot. The ladies yeah. definitely like make more of the food in the show. Except sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> That's the guy's territory. They can go and make sandwiches whenever they yeah. want. But no baking. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, Back it's true. Uh, for being as progressive as it was, it still shows its age, you yeah. know, often. So, so Lenora May, she was in, uh, she has 73 acting credits. Uh, she's still doing stuff, but um, so you know she's been actively acting. Um, this was her only episode of Family Ties, um, so Mallory's friends just just pop in and yeah, then disappear and disappear. Um, but she was in the Wonder Woman TV show. <gasps> oh. um, she was in two episodes of that, so that's that's pretty exciting. I had um, I had a crush on Wonder Woman <laughs> as a child. Who didn't? Um, did I ever tell you this story about Wonder Woman? I don't think I have. No. So my mom grew up in like a Nazarene house, okay. which is a pretty like 
you know, not strict, but very conservative, you know, mm-hmm. on the Christian spectrum, you know. And so my great-grandma called her Nana, you know, I would go and, and spend time over at her house, and she would let me watch TV. Mm-hmm. And this was, I can't remember exactly how old it was, maybe three or four and we watched Wonder Woman. I told her I like to watch Wonder Woman, and she said, "Why do you like to watch Wonder Woman?" And I said, "Because I like her big boobies." <laughs> and I was only like, I don't know, four or five or something. And uh, I don't think they let me watch Wonder Woman anymore after that. And, yeah, probably not. Uh, but that's a famous story that people love to share um, in my family. So. There you go. Whenever I see Wonder Woman come up, that's what I think of. You think of that Wonder Woman bustier? Yeah. yeah. And and how I said that to my great, my sweet little great grandmother. And uh, yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. There you go. So there's the connection. (laughs) That was such a great show. I mean, it, I, it was, you know. It's, Have you ever watched it again since? I, not like in recent, but like in college, we watched okay. some of it, you know. So it's good. I wonder if it's on like any of the platforms. I'm sure it's somewhere. Yeah. Eventually, once Disney buys everything, we can just watch it all. You yeah. Know? Did you sign up for Disney Plus? We yet? did, yes. Oh, good. We've got it. We're all, we're locked in. You're ready to go now for November I can't 12th. Wait. November 12th. I saw that big master list of stuff they're putting out. Yeah. I mean, oh. There's some great stuff on there. Yeah, there's definitely some some gems, and then there's they're even putting out some of the turds. Well, and some of the, like really obscure like made for TV movies. What's your one thing you're most excited for? Gabriel Gill and the Little People. That's on there. Okay. In addition to that, Fuzz Bucket. I don't remember that at all. Oh my gosh, this is one of those ones. If you remember correctly, on my other podcast, Radio Brando Man, we used to do a Nostalgia Detectives. Mm-hmm. This was one of the ones that was a Nostalgia Detective for me. Okay. It was a show I remember watching. It's so weird, and it's about this weird creature that comes to this family. It's got a bizarre face, and I just I couldn't remember what it was, and someone helped me to remember Fuzzbucket, and I'm so excited to see it again. I've had it like on my wish list to buy on Amazon, but it's always expensive. Yeah. It's going to be on Disney+. Plus. One of those weird out-of-print ones. Yeah. And so you're buying somebody else's copy from the 80s. Exactly. So now I get nice. to watch it again. So that's going to be the first thing I watch. Well, I can't wait because November is traditionally a slower month for me at work. Oh, yeah. So. That's, that makes wanna, it nice. I want to spend some time in front of the TV. Well, it's not too long before Thanksgiving break, so there's lots right. of good, it's, it's good timing. Yeah. I'm very like excited. It. So one more thing about this actress. She was also in an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Ooh. And I bring that up because your wife is very big into Grey's Anatomy. Is she yeah. Not? Yeah. Yes. She watched, gosh, it was like two years ago. So I think they're on season 15 now. I still can't 14? believe that that's still a thing that exists. She watched like 11 or 12 seasons over the summer. <laughs> and I would just sit there and I'd be doing whatever and she'd be watching, watching. Well, of course, you end up getting hooked into the show a little bit to <laughs> some degree. So then I would go to work and then come home the next day and she'd be a season ahead of it. And I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> People are, you know, dead or broken up or whatever. Right. Hospitals on fire, <laughs> been bombed. I don't know, all kinds of crazy stuff. How can that much stuff happen to one hospital? Well, it's continuing. It's <laughs> off the rails right now, so... So do you remember um, her in this episode? Let's see. She was in an episode called Adrift and at Peace in 2010. She played Sheila. I don't remember her okay. right off the top of my head. Well, you have to ask Heidi if she knows yeah. who she well, is. Well, I'm sure she would. Yeah, okay. I wonder, if, I wonder if it talks about, like, you know, what her 
part of the plot line was or what illness she had because sometimes that maybe that would like trigger it there okay we'll have to look into that yeah okay so the next one we had uh was linda played by susan isaacs and uh susan isaacs uh has been in 45 things okay it's spread out but she's still her most recent credit was in 2019 oh so um she's you know been quite a few things The, um, her very first acting credit was this Family Ties episode. Oh, wow. And it's also the only one that she did. Uh, so she doesn't come back either. Mallory's friends. Mallory's friends suck. Very, very fleeting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this is exciting. Her second acting credit was in an episode of of the show called Otherworld. Do you remember Otherworld? I don't. I've brought it up on other shows before. Yeah. It's the one of the TV shows that my cousin starred oh, in. Oh, that's it. Tony O'Dell. He was in Karate Kid Parts 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. And he was also in Head of the Class as one of the main characters. Right. And this was one of the shows he was one of the lead actors in. But it only made, I don't know, eight episodes or something like that. Um, didn't take off. It, it was aired for a little bit and was taken off the air. But whenever that comes up, that's just such a random, you know, mention there. So yeah. I have to bring that up. So that's she was in an cool. episode of Otherworld. It was a really weird show. But it, the cool thing is I remember we got like a screening tape from my cousin and got to watch it, you know, yeah. before it aired. You were ahead stuff. of the game. So, yeah. She was also in uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, which is the best Thanksgiving movie of all time. Okay. Have you seen that? I don't think so. (gasps) Are you serious? Steve Martin and John Candy? Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. I think I would agree. Yeah. You you definitely need to see it. Yeah. So. All right. Oh, and then one more. She was in The War of the Roses, too. Have you ever seen that one? Mm Mm-mm. Oh, with uh, Michael Douglas and uh, Kathleen Turner? Is that the one where they cook a rabbit or something? Well, it's his dog. Oh, she cooks his dog? Well, without too much spoiling there, she makes him think she cooked the dog. Okay. Spoiling yeah. a movie from, like, what, the 90s? Uh, I think that was in the 80s. Oh. 89, yeah. Oh, okay, well. So, you know, Danny DeVito. <laughs> I, I was watching Batman instead. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's great. I'm just saying. And, uh, yeah, that's her. All right. Okay, and then we have one more here, which was Kathy. Okay. Played by Kathleen Wilhoit. Wow. She's the one that was, I think, the most talkative of the friends. Redhead. Ah, uh, the redhead, um, yeah. Which uh, was sitting down for most of it there. Mm-hmm. Now, she is a very prolific actor or actress. She has been in 130. She has 130 credits. Oh, wow. And uh, she's still actively acting. She's been in tons and tons and tons of stuff. Um, but this episode of Family Ties was her only episode of Family Ties. So none of Mallory's friends or her boyfriend ever appear again after this episode. It's almost like, you know, they just went away. Just disappeared. They moved. So this was uh, her, what, third, fourth acting gig was uh, Family Ties. And she was in everything. I mean, like, guest guest appearances in every show you can imagine. Um, Movies. She was in Twin Peaks. She was in Cop Rock. Oh, the infamous cop rock. Yeah. Um, so many things. We were talking with Janelle, and she asked about her because she recognized her. She's like, Oh, I know she's been in something. And she had actually a long run on Gilmore Girls. She did 16 oh, episodes okay. as Liz Danes on Gilmore Girls, sure. which I'm pretty sure is where Janelle knows her from. Yeah. Um, that would make sense. So, anyway, that's her. That's our uh, guest star. She was also quite prolific in the sex talk, you know. Yeah, that's right. Somebody with experience. Who let it slip, who it was. And everybody's all, oh, not so-and-so. Yeah. 
Whatever. She said she was. got carried away. Yeah. Yeah, she gave. He but, did too, but who, you know, you wouldn't be surprised looking at this face or something. Yeah. Oh, because all any guy, you know, would respond to me like that. Yeah. And then the other friend was like giving her good advice, like I've been dating for two years, and yeah, like you don't have to do that. But then Mallory they decided, shushed her. Yeah, cut her off. Yep. And why Rick? Because Rick was such a like he had no charisma. He was no. just. He was like a dead fish. Yeah. Although he did have some funny lines. He did. Eventually. And he had some pervy lines. And pervy lines. Yeah. Very pervy lines. Yeah. But he just delivered him so deadpan. Like, how did? How was she so passionate about him? But I guess it Maybe was one episode. Maybe he's a good kisser. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Sha-la-la-la! So did you have any uh, quotes or jokes or anything that stood out to you? So there was a couple of jokes, and... Well, one of the things that he talks about is when he's trying to suggest to her that, you know, they want to go down that path. And he's just talking about, like, exploring new territories. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I mean, and that's, what, the first two minutes of the show? Yeah, that was the opening. It definitely set the tone. (laughs) But Yeah, in fact, I wrote down, he specifically, in one spot, he said, I want to discover the wonders of nature. And Mallory is like, are you saying we should go camping? <laughs> and she's sitting there with that smile on her face. Yeah. And she's just all, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, she knew exactly what she was saying. Yeah. Um, I like when she finally agrees to have sex with him, and then he shakes her hand. And yeah, and walks away. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's yeah. so great. That's so great. Um, Alex, of course, had a great one-liner, though, in the very small part that he had. And he said, oh, that's a great thing about numbers. You can always count on them. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. And then Stephen was like, that's a funny that's joke, a joke, Alex. Ha, ha, ha. He like leans into the microphone. <laughs> because he was re- being recorded. Yeah. Um, and then Alex had asked Mallory if Rick had invited her to his <laughs> to visit TP. his TP. <laughs> that was his way of, yeah, his euphemism. Yeah, that was, I'd never had heard that one before. I, I have not either. <laughs> so... Um, the last one that I marked down was, did you enjoy dinner tonight? And cause this is when they're talking and they're in his yeah. dorm room and he's trying to set the mood. <laughs> right. and, you know, of course he has, you know, no music. So he hums for a minute. And he's like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Um, he says, and she says, oh, let's talk for, let's talk first. And he's like, oh, okay. Did you enjoy dinner tonight? And she said, yes. And he goes, well, me too. Well, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. <laughs> kind of funny and scary all yeah time, it is so. he had he'd walked a fine line between funny and super creepy yeah mostly into the super creepy mostly though. creepy yeah. yes but occasionally had a good joke in there yeah what about you so there was a couple of jokes i feel like we need to explain a little bit about oh uh one of them when he said that rick said he bought uh the thing they talked about at the store oh yeah the baseball cards baseball cards and dental floss and he said he has doubles of reggie jackson oh okay I know who Reggie Jackson is. He's a baseball player. He's a baseball player, but not just that. He was on the Dodgers. I'm out. I got nothing. I'm pretty sure Dodgers. Okay. And I think I think he's a pitcher. Okay. I'm just going to Google it. Check me. Fast. See if I'm right. Ironically, Reggie Jackson's not the first Reggie that pops up. Who is? Reggie Bush. Who's that? He was one of the guys from uh, like USC, dated one of the Kardashians, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, he played. Um, now, nah, what well, doesn't matter? I don't remember <laughs> where he played. He's an American baseball athlete. He played for Kansas City, Oakland, uh, the A's, Baltimore Orioles, the Yankees, and the California Angels. 
He was inducted into oh, the Angels. Baseball That's Hall of Fame in 1993. He exceeded the rookie limit stats in the 1967 season. He was nicknamed Mr. October because that means he played in a lot of the playoffs. Doesn't say what position he played? No. That should be like at the top. He was a clutch hitter in the postseason for the Athletics and the Yankees. Oh, he won five consecutive American League West Divisional pennants, three American League pennants, and he won three consecutive World Series titles from 72 to 74. Playing what position? I have to look that part up. Well, there's a reason I know who Reggie Jackson is. Why is it? You would think, like, why would Phil know anything about this? I was, I, I remember now it's the Angels, not the Dodgers. Okay. Because he's in the Naked Gun. Because oh. at the end, I think it's the first Naked Gun, and Leslie Nielsen, you know, Frank Drebin, they go to um, a baseball game because the assassin is going to take assassination is going to take place there. And I can't remember what it is, whatever device it is that makes someone, you know, follow their orders. Mm-hmm. And they control Reggie Jackson, and he comes up, and he's going to, like, assassinate. I think it was the Queen or something. And he comes off the field, and he's about to get him, and then, you know, they save the they Queen stop. at the last minute, whatever. But So I know who it was, because Reggie Jackson was in a movie with Leslie Nielsen. Well, you won't believe it. He was an outfielder, right fielder at that ah. Okay. I don't know where I got picture from. Yeah, I don't know. But I had some facts right. Yes, you did. And I definitely know he was in the Naked Guns. See, you're really. And on a California team, because it takes place in California. That's why why I was saying Dodgers. Yeah. Because I was, you know, I was off there. Yeah, you probably had a better than average chance in Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, 50 50 for Southern, you know, LA. Oh, yeah. So. And then one other thing here. This was pretty funny. So Mallory says. Um, when they're she comes back from the date at first she doesn't want to admit that uh, you know they broke up and that what happened and so um, Elise asked her what did you do and she said oh you know we went to a movie and then Elise <laughs> says well what did you see and Mallory says oh something part two I don't know I don't remember <laughs> I can't remember and I have a fun fact that I know off the top of my head and I looked it up to confirm that I'm correct and I am correct do you know what the first movie ever to have a part two in the title was. And I will tell you, it only happened uh, eight years before this movie came out. Was it part deux? It was not. Oh. That was later. Okay. I don't know. The first movie ever. Because early on in film, they, the studios did not want to put a part two or a sequel number on them. Because they felt like it would limit people. It, you know, People wouldn't want to go see it if they hadn't seen part one. So they didn't want to limit... The audience, and so it was like you know taboo to do this. So the first movie ever that had a part two. Can I have one more guess? Yes, one more guess. The Godfather. Godfather Part Two. That's yes. it. Nineteen seventy four. Oh wow! And so that was the first movie ever to have that. That's crazy. That late in in filmmaking, yeah. yeah. And then you know, especially with horror movies and stuff, after that it exploded. Yeah. So by the time you know nineteen eighty two rolled around, it wasn't that uncommon. But it wasn't that long before that that a something part two joke would not have worked. Yeah. Wow. Seventy four. That's seventy four. Yes. Okay. So I confirmed it. I made sure because I had that in the back of my mind, but I wanted to make sure before I shared it. Well, you are quite a. I almost said climatologist. That turns out that was not the word I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Cinematologist. I know, something like that. Yeah. yeah. I have just a lot of dumb, useless information stuck in my brain that I can pull forward at random times. So. Yeah. And there then you go. can still make sure that you're correct. Well, just to make sure. Yeah. Because there are things that I think I know and then have been proven wrong. 
For instance, this happened recently. Do you know what a Komodo, dra- a Komodo dragon? You've heard of Komodo dragon? Yeah. Do you know, like, are they poisonous or venomous? Have you heard about them at all? I want to say they are poisonous. Okay. So this is what I learned about in school. And it was just one of those fun facts that a Komodo dragon, they are not actually poisonous or venomous. They, but their mouths are dirty. They have like bad bacteria. Uh-huh. So when they bite you, it infects you. And then, you know, so it's different. Yeah. So we were, I was at Luke's school the other day, you know, volunteering. And some kid brought up something about a poisonous animal, something like that. And someone said Komodo dragon. And I was like, well, actually, you know, and I tell him about the bacteria. And that kid in his class is like, no, that's not true. They actually disprove that. It's, it's poisonous. And I'm like, all right, kid, let me show you. And I, like, look it up on my phone, and he's right. Like, just a few years ago, I don't remember exactly, but since I was in school, mm-hmm. they reexamined that, and they found that that was, like, incorrect. They're not sure, like, how that got spread, but it just really has venom. It's just poison. So I was right. So you were right. Yeah. But that's what I learned in school. Like, I remember that very distinctly. And when I told my dad the story, like, I started out, and he's like, oh, yeah, there's a bacteria in their mouths. I'm like, well, actually. So, yeah. So, so sometimes I think the- I know stuff, but yeah. then it's not right anymore. And you get to play the well, actually card twice. That's right. Both ways. Nice. <laughs> One of them I was correct for. Well, you know. <laughs> Sha-la-la-la. Well, any other stuff you want to add about this episode? Well, what about the life lesson that we oh, learned? Oh, that's true. Our moral. What is yeah. the moral well, of the story? Well, I already threw mine out. Oh, that's because right. Because it was when Elise was having the conversation with Mallory. And she just, if you're confused, just wait. Yeah. You know, if you're not ready, just wait. Sex is not a test. Should not be a test of the relationship. That's right. But then, like I said, I feel like they kind of threw that moral out yeah. when he came back and was like, oh, I'm sorry. And she snuggled right back into it. Right back into it. And yeah. then he's like, let's wait for Thanksgiving. <laughs> so. And she's already worn a Christmas sweater. She's so already maybe there. It's- but it's February then when this is released. So how. Yeah. I guess he's saying he's going to wait until November. That's still. Well, they dated four months. So if you go February to November. What is that? Uh, nine more months. So that's thirteen months. Yeah. So after a year, I guess it's either. That's what he's, well, he's already ready to throw her off. So uh, yeah, we'll see how long this lasts. Yeah. How many showers is he gonna have to take? Between she said, now "Will and I ever then. see you again?" And he goes, "I don't. Know. I don't know." He wouldn't even turn and look at her. Chair. Yeah. He had a weird dorm room too. Yeah. <laughs> and then he talked about living on the couch and. Yeah. Oh, it seems to be this where the place I spend the most time. All right, weirdo. <laughs> Did he have a roommate? Yeah. Because there's a bed there. It was a pretty so big room. If he yeah. lived on the couch, he must have had a roommate. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. They have a weird was, college situation there. Yeah. And that's a big dorm room. Yeah. For even one person, let alone two. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We were like in sardines in there. Yeah. Pack them deep. That's right. Hmm. Well, that was definitely a very special episode. It was a very special episode. And I think I think we covered it. Yeah. I think I think we did a great job. I think we did too. Sha-la-la-la. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. All right. Thanks for recording with me once again. Well, as always, it's my pleasure. It is great to have you. And if you guys would like to be a part of the show, you can write into us. Let us know if you think Rick was a creeper or not. Oh. Yeah. I'm hoping you say if, yes. If but, you, you know. say no, then I think we're going to have to argue with you. This is wrong. a litmus test here. We're, we're <laughs> testing you. Yeah. He's bad. <laughs> well, if you'd like to write us in and tell us your thoughts, please write us at alexpkeatonismyfriend at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, 
Look for Alex B. Heaton as my friend, and you can send us a message through there. Perfect. That's a good way to do it. Or uh, we've got a contact form on our website. Yeah. AlexBHeatonIsMyFriend.com. And at some point, we're going to get back on the Twitters. That's true. Yeah. That's up to you. Okay. You're in charge. I'll figure it out. You're, you're the Twitter king. All right. <laughs> well, I think it's going to do it. Thanks again for listening at home. Thank you, Keith, for recording. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you next time for another very special episode of Alex B. Keaton is My Friend. What would we do, baby, without us? What would we do, baby, without us? And there ain't no nothing we can love each other through.